Hi everyone, this is Ronnie from Everything Vive. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to put out a, a quick uh, episode this week uh, to go over my initial gameplay impressions of Torn. It's a really great game. I, I've been having a lot of fun with it. And since you know it came out just last week, I wanted to kind of get my thoughts out there uh, you know, as, as, as quickly as possible. Uh, we have a lot of content coming for the podcast in the near future. Uh, you know, several, uh, sev- several developer interviews are in the works with some pretty cool titles that we're really excited about. So uh, look forward to more content like that in the future. Uh, before I get to Torn itself, I, I kind of wanted to mention uh, just something that came up. Uh, one of our listeners actually is uh, developing a title. Uh, the, the gentleman reached out to us from Whitway Studios. And he's releasing a demo of a puzzle VR game that they've been working on for a while. Uh, it looks like uh, the game was originally announced in July of 2018, uh, from what I can tell. Uh, so obviously they still have you know a lot of work to do on it prior, prior to the actual release. But uh, they are releasing their free demo on Steam this uh, Friday. So that would be September 7th, 2018. So for anybody that's interested in just seeing kind of you know, the early stages of a game in development and more particularly someone that's interested in kind of, you know, trying something out that's that's in development and then offering feedback to the to the developers, I'm sure they'd be super grateful. And the more people that they can get to play their game prior to, to actually trying to nail down, you know, all of the specifics prior to release, the better. So uh, that the game that uh, Whitway Studios is working on and that free demo that's going to be out this Friday is called people cubed and you spell cubed c-u and then the number three ed so that's people cubed with a three uh so yeah i you know check it out in on steam it's for free so there's no downside to it and like i said uh the uh, developer is a listener to the podcast. Uh, they've gr- given great feed that, b- feedback themselves, and so that's really what they're interested in. Is just hearing, you know, constructive criticism. I believe, and they just want people to to try out the game and hopefully uh, have a good time with it. So, uh, with that out of the way, I will get back to uh, you know the real meat of this episode, which is my gameplay impressions of Torn. And uh, Torn is a game that has that recently came out, uh, you know, earlier earlier in August, uh, the last week of August, I believe. Uh, it hasn't been out for very long, at, at most a couple of weeks, um, and it's by uh, a development studio uh, called Aspire. And so I'm actually working on trying to get in touch with someone there to see if I can, uh, you know, talk to them about how this game was developed. But you know, right off the bat, it. Uh, you know, what I had heard prior to, you know, actually trying it for myself was that this is, you know, a puzzle VR game with, uh, where, where you're basically, uh, moving from room to room in a mansion. And I really didn't know anything else about it, but, uh, you know, from the moment that I loaded it up, I could tell that I was in for, for a, a great experience. The production values, you know, impressed from the very beginning. Uh, the score to the game, the, the music uh, sounds great, and it adds to the immersion of the game. I mean, whether this is definitely one of those games that, you know, if, if you're not using headphones, I would probably recommend headphones because there was a lot of great uh, positional audio going on, as well as just the soundtrack, the, 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 the audio score playing in the background um, when you're 
when you're going from room to room and it really you know sets a great mood and is dynamic enough to change based on kind of what's going on with the story and it, it was just something that from the moment I started the game up I just I just noticed it you know from from the beginning until you know till I put it down so um, just really fantastic uh, sound design and, and particularly the score itself is kind of it it's it 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 it's uh, it sounds great it kind of has like a whimsical i when i was taking notes down i said that it was it kind of reminded me almost like a a danny elfman kind of you know sam raimi spider-man or esque kind of you know interesting kind of quirky vibe to it but you know i'm not sure that there were later moments in the score that didn't remind me of that so i'm not sure i can put down exactly you know put my finger on exactly what it reminds me of but it you know i would it's it's definitely great so uh you know besides just the 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 sound design and the score uh the graphics themselves are also very impressive and so i mean for me it was kind of a mixed bag in terms of the the graphics themselves are just strong from start to finish at least from what I've seen so far, I've I've only gotten a chance to play the game for about an hour or so. I just want to you know mention that from the get go. Uh, this this is more gameplay impressions than it is kind of a, a full review, I would say. Um, but at any rate, um, you know the graphics are super detailed, and that what they really do a great job of, and this is the strength of this game itself, is is they really do a great job of putting giving you a sense of of place. So the, the sense of place and presence in this game is very strong. Um, you start out, you start at the game out, you know, you start the game off outside of this mansion, and the outside is full of overgrown vegetation that's surrounding the building, and there's readable signs kind of warning you to get out and all of that, and it and it really led to, uh, you know, led me anyways to have a strong sense of believability in this world. I mean, before I even got to the mansion, it felt like this was a real place. And I, and, and I was drawn in before I even knew really what I was set, you know, embarking on what my journey was going to be like. And, uh, that continues as you get into the castle and, and, or the castle, the mansion. Um, one of the things I should mention is that, you know, they're, they have a decent amount of graphical settings, um, like most games that have been coming out recently, uh, besides just the normal, you know, kind of shader-ish type, you know, detail and post-processing, uh, you know, tabs. They also allow you to do super sampling in the, in the game's graphics menu. And, uh, the, I was able on my 1080 Ti, granted that's, you know, a high-end card, but, um, on my system, which can sometimes struggle, uh, depending on how high I turn that stuff up, uh, you know, I was able to crank up the super sampling, I want to say to like 1.8 or so, um, which is almost double the normal resolution. I, I did turn down the anti-aliasing a little bit back down to medium since I'm already doing the super sampling anyways. I, I usually, for me anyways, the super sampling, if you're able to do it, is more effective than anti-aliasing anyways. Um, as far as, you know, getting rid of jaggies and whatnot. So, but that said, I mean, on those settings with almost, you know, almost two times super sampling, uh, you know, I never had any kind of hitches in the game and everything ran super smooth. So, and, and, and everything looks really great. It's one of those games I can tell that 
I can tell that they spent a lot of time trying to optimize it um, just as far as performance goes because, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really smooth and, and works really well. Uh, the other thing about, you know, that I kind of tie into graphics, um, but it's, it also kind of goes along with presence as well and just the game engine, is uh, the physics in the game. And so one of the first things I noticed before uh, I even knew really what the game was going to be about once I was in the mansion uh, was the fact that uh, you know the certain elements in the environment were uh, interactive that you wouldn't necessarily always think would be and not interactive to the extent that they were. So that the the quickest example I can give of that, um, I mean, first there was. Um, some kind of police tape or, or, or danger tape that was blocking off uh, a door that was going to lead into my first experience with the mansion. <coughs> and uh, when you walk through that tape, it kind of breaks and you feel like it interact, like, like it responds to you moving through it. So, I mean, it wasn't perfectly real. Like some of it didn't break when I went through it, but you got the sense that it was interacting with you and that and it and it gave a very positive you know uh, impression and then <clears throat> right when when you first get into the mansion one of the first things you see is a bunch of cobwebs and these are thick cobwebs that are kind of hanging down from the ceiling uh, across the walls of of the the bottom kind of the lower levels of this mansion almost like a dungeon looking you know brick uh, corridor, if I recall, and just the thing—I almost don't remember much about the corridor other than those cobwebs, because the cobwebs are just so impressive. Um, literally, you go and, and and try to touch or interact with the cobwebs, and they would stretch and kind of break uh, based on how you how you moved uh, your your wands through them. And it was—I mean, I really I was impressed with how they inter like how interactive they were. And again, it. As a first kind of, I don't know if the developers intentionally put that there um, right near the beginning of your entrance into the mansion or not, but it was a really smart choice um, because there there are some other elements in the game that are less um, convincing. Like um, right away after trying that, I went and found some glass, you know, gl some glass cups and tried throwing them on the ground to see if they would shatter realistically, and they didn't. So that was, like, you know, something that was disappointing, though I could imagine, you know, depending on the game, especially since they they did such a good job of nailing down the performance in this engine, maybe that would bog it down too much if the physics got too complicated. Um, as I'll explain later when I get into kind of the gameplay, there is kind of a lot of manipulating of objects and, and physics-based, uh, you know, all the puzzles as, that I've come across are somewhat physics-based, so maybe that just would be too much for, for you know, for the engine to kind of bear, but, um, but yeah, so, so, you know, stuff like the interactive cobwebs, and then later on, curtains that kind of, you know, uh, have movable cloth that's realistic, like, you're used to seeing some of this stuff in, in AAA titles that are not in VR, but in my experience, I haven't seen a whole lot of that super uh, interactive types of materials in a lot of different VR games yet, and it could be just I'm not playing the right games, I don't know, but um, it was just something that I noticed right away as being something a little special and something that, that was really cool. Like It made me feel like, like I was in the game, um, so that was, that was awesome, and yeah, moving on, I mean, 
talking about I, I should talk about the actual gameplay elements because um, and, it, and it's hard because it's more of I mean like a lot of VR titles uh, Torn is more of an experience than it is just you know uh, you know a, a, a series of systems and graphics and sounds and all that stuff and and I can't stress enough that uh, the charm of this game is how all of it comes together into a cohesive package that is just super polished and and you know just super engaging. Um, the the gameplay. I mean, you are in this mansion, and there's all kinds of. While the mansion itself looks kind of like Victorian era, or I, I, I want to say like yeah, Victorian era. Like it looks it looks old and classic, but then there's all of these wires and kind of old you know crt monitors and tape displays and i mean it's not quite hg wells old or anything like that but it has this kind of neat kind of uh yeah this neat this neat sci-fi you know classic aesthetic to it and you don't really know what's going on, but you, as you enter this mansion and you see the juxtapositioning of, of all the technology, uh, you know, stuff in this room, and then you see the, you wonder kind of what the story is behind what's going on here. Because it, you know, no one's in the mansion, as far as you can tell, uh, when you enter it. It looks kind of like something happened here, There's, but but it's, it's you know, vacant for the most part. So, uh, you know, right away you, you're set to kind of, you know, explore the mansion, look around and try to figure out what exactly this is and what's going on. And that, that leads you to, you know, the beginning of the story, uh, which uh, involves, and I don't want to get into too much details, and honestly, I, I've only played so much of it anyways, but, you know, the story involves kind of finding out who the owner of this house was, who, you know, what has been going on here. Um, and it, 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 you know, involves... Uh, you eventually getting a gravity uh, wand or a gravity gun. I forget what they call it exactly, but basically lets you manipulate um, objects using the physics system, and then uh, you know, and then and then also some kind of a teleportation type travel system is what the mansion seems to be doing. But again, you know, I'm I'm only at the beginning, um, and so I'm I'm not really giving anything away, uh, regardless. But um, I'm not going to get into, you know, any more kind of spoiler territory, but needless to say, um, in order to kind of move through the story um, and reveal more and more of the plot, you have to solve different physics-based puzzle systems. And like I said, you get that gravity gun, and a lot of the systems that I've, or the puzzles that I've played so far, has to do with finding objects in the room, um, kind of using the, the flashlight portion of the gravity gun to to find the underlying symbols that are in some of these objects. Uh, sounds kind of weird, but basically think of each object as kind of like a key to parts of the puzzle, and you determine what key the object is hiding um, by using that flashlight. So you shine the, the light on that's connected to the gravity gun. You shine that light on a chair, for example, and you see a symbol underneath it. And that symbol you couldn't see without the flashlight. So you, you shine it on, on the object, you see what kind of symbol it is, and then you can use that same flashlight to then look at different circuits that are, you know, that are hidden along the walls and floors of the mansion and find where, where, these, uh, where these specific kind of relay shapes 
would fit into that circuit. And you you set out to complete all of these circuits to then unlock, you know, and and turn on um, more of the electricity in the building uh, in these different puzzles. So the puzzles are basically you kind of fitting things together in order to close off circuits and then get things started. And that's at least what I've done so far. And it involves a lot of manipulating of objects. And, and, and thankfully, uh, the way the gravity gun works is super intuitive and super easy. Uh, you know, you pick things up and you're able to, with the trackpad on the Vive Wands, uh, move those items back and forth. And then you're able to rotate them pretty easily as well using the uh, one of the, you know the other pad I believe. So you use one pad to move them forward and backwards in space, and then and then uh, you can direct it obviously with the with the wand. And then uh, with your other controller, you can use the pad to to rotate them uh, within that field. And uh, I felt like I was always you know easily able to kind of manipulate objects the way I wanted to. I never felt like anything was difficult or frustrating as far as the controls go. And that's saying a lot considering, uh, you know, how finicky a lot of these physics uh, type systems can be, especially in VR. But uh, they really did a great job of, of making sure that everything works uh, well. And it's just, you know, it's it's fun to kind of explore and, 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 and experiment with. So that was, that was definitely... Uh, you know, in, in terms of moving around the environment, uh, the developers did a great job of providing the player with with solid uh, s- solid options um, regarding locomotion. You can either just straight teleport. You can kind of do those 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 uh, quick dash blinks uh, that that you know kind of keep you in their kind of a mix between teleportation and just pure locomotion or you can just move around uh using one of the pads and and i i tended i ended up using that middle that middle quick dash kind of option i i like how those tend to work but i mean really it just depends on what you're most comfortable with and what you want to do but i commend you know the developers for for implementing all of those different options uh from the get-go and you know, it, it makes it easy for people out there that have played a lot of VR to, to know, you know, to, to get comfortable with the game right away. Uh, there is one thing, like, as far as the teleporting, the dashing, I, I can't speak to the normal teleports, uh, but as far as dashing, I wasn't able to kind of dash backwards, which was a little bit, like, I, I feel like other games will sometimes allow me to do that, um, and I kind of get spoiled, and, you know, in here, you kind of have to turn around all the way, so I could in order to to move the like if you want to do a 360 there's no at least on the vive there wasn't any way to really um you know like quick rotate or or do anything like that and so not not being able to quick dash backwards without turning kind of you know makes you have to turn in the physical world first before you actually do the dash so if you're trying to get you know if you're trying to do a 180 you know degree movement so but that said, I mean, especially for the Vive, it works great. Um, I haven't tried it with the Rift, uh, so I don't know if, if they implemented some kind of a quick turning system there or if there's a better quick turning mechanism and some of the other control methods or I'm just missing something. But that was just something I noticed. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I'm kind of, you know, going through all of these systems, like I said, and explaining how they all work because I think all of the systems work really well. And it was just something that as I was taking notes when I was playing, I just noticed, you know, how well all of those individual aspects kind of formed what I was doing. But really, I, I, I want to stress 
um, kind of near the end of, of this description of my time with Torn that it was really the overall experience that kind of sold me on this on this game. Uh, like I said, Torn is is a very cinematic, polished VR title, and you know from the beginning opening credits when uh, you know I, you start out in the forest, like I said, you fall, you 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 find yourself in the mansion, I should say, um, pretty you know within those first couple minutes. And then you're immediately taken through this kind of, you know, it's almost like the CGI before, you know, the original X-Men films by Brian Singer or or some of those other, um, this kind of twisting and turning, but in VR, being able to move around uh, uh, intro sequence to Torn, where you get to see, you know, the developers and and everything that they've worked on. and, and, And it's just really, like I said, with... It's just a strong cinematic, you know, you know you're in for something good from the moment you you, you try this game out. And the the voice acting, the the graphics, the gameplay, everything just fits nicely into like this quirky, fun, uh, laid back, you know, experience uh, that I think is suitable for really anyone that's interested in, in, in playing something that really feels like you're in a real place that you're, you know, that you want to to get a strong sense of presence in. As long as you're not someone looking for just, you know, like a shooter or something like that, if you're willing to to kind of, you know, to mess around with 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 puzzle uh, elements or or manipulating objects in in a three dimensional space, um, this game is 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 definitely 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 worth checking out, and you know. The $30 price point, I think, is, is pretty fair. I, I don't know how long the game is, per se, but uh, based on even just the hour I played of it, I can tell you right away that, you know, I've I've spent more money on, on lesser products, uh, you know, in, in Steam. So uh, this is one that I could definitely recommend. And, and one of the, the beauties of it is that it is so simple and really all of the mechanics that that I was able to kind of mess around with were just well explained and really straightforward. And I think this is a game that uh, you could probably show to somebody that hasn't really done much in VR yet, and they would probably get it uh, pretty quickly. So, and they would, like I said, they would be impressed, and it would, and and the story does leave you with kind of a mystery element to want to progress and push forward. So you're able to have a good experience and see a lot of cool stuff quickly but at the same time uh you know it kind of leaves you wanting to find out more about what's going on and uh everything is just you know so great sounding and and looking and all of that that you know just you know it's it's pleasant from from when you turn it on till when you you know hopefully turn it back on again when you when you start playing it again so uh, yeah, those are those are my thoughts on on my first hour uh, playing through Torn, and you know I'll I'll likely update uh, update you guys on a future Game Talk episode when I have you know Zane or Damon on here to kind of bounce back and forth on and you know explain to them kind of what my playthrough was like. But I at least wanted to put something out there. Uh, like I said uh, prior to. Uh, the game, you know, kind of being out of the news cycle, and also just uh, 
wanted to to get you know some game talk out there uh, prior to some of these uh, developer interviews that are coming. I know you guys love hearing about uh, different games that are out there, uh, wanting to know if something's worth checking out or not. And yeah, this is one, like I said, I mean, read the, the Steam reviews, obviously, to see what other people are saying. But, um, you know, in my opinion, as long as you're cool with, you know, kind of easy puzzle mechanics, nothing too challenging or anything like that. But if you're in, if you want, if you like the kind of VR titles that uh, just really give a strong sense of presence and immersion and you want something that is a little bit more cinematic and kind of has has a higher production quality value to it then then torn is easily recommendable and it's and it's one of the one of the coolest VR titles that I've played in a while so um, I'm excited to play more of torn and not only that but now I'm super excited to find out and learn more about aspire and you know can't wait to f- see future products from them because if if they continue to, to work on VR titles uh, this is one of those uh, developers uh, you know, that that you want to continue to look out for, you know, developers like I don't know Vertigo Games and eh, eh, you know Servios, all these other you know kind of you know high quality um, um, developers. Neat Corporate, I I'm I'm a huge fan of budget court uh, budget cuts, um, but yeah, these so some of those uh, alchemy, uh, all these like you know kind of big name, these these new developers that are becoming kind of big names in the VR field, I feel like Aspire could potentially be one of those. Um, if they, if, if they, uh, if they, you know, if, if, if what they've been able to do with, with Torn is any, is, is any, you know, example of, of what they're capable of. So, uh, with that, I think I've kind of rambled on by myself long enough. Uh, hopefully, this the next game talk I'll I'll have one of the other guys on. Just uh, really wanted to get this episode out and uh, thought it was better to get it out sooner rather than later to wait on 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 getting somebody else on the line here. So uh, you know, as always, we really appreciate you guys. Uh, if you can, you know, add us on YouTube, even though we don't necessarily uh, we haven't been updating that as much. Uh, with all of our episodes as we were doing in the past, though we have, I've been trying to upload um, a decent amount of of live streams. So and I'm going to continue to do that. So hopefully, maybe later this week, I'll have some more live streams up. And if you don't check it when, if you if you don't catch it when we're actually streaming, uh, they do uh, they do uh, like the the backlog of those streams. They do record and they they go on to to our Everything Vive YouTube channel. So. Um, you know, check that channel just to see if there's anything of interest that you might want to see us play. And if you have any feedback, honestly, like, um, I'm kind of new to the whole live streaming thing. So if there's something specific that you'd like me to, to try out on a live stream, if there's a game we've talked about in the past that you'd like to see us play that we haven't yet live streamed, you know, even if it doesn't have anything to do with the video that you're watching, feel free to comment in the video and say, hey, it would be awesome if the next live stream covers X, Y, Z, uh, whatever you think would be interesting, because we're always, um, we're always open to feedback. And, and likewise, you know, please, you know, subscribe to us on, on iTunes, uh, check us out and, and Stitcher, wherever you're listening to us. Uh, and then Twitter is always a great place to, to reach out to us. And it's also something that I try to, to update regularly. So 
Uh, we're super excited, as always, about everything that's going on in VR and, uh, you know, looking forward to some of these uh, developments in the near future. There's a lot of cool titles coming out. Uh, you know, Creed is, is out near the end of the month, and uh, so is the uh, the wireless adapter, the official adapter from that you know that that uh, HTC and and Display Link we're putting together. That's you know pre you can pre-order that now and and get that you know by the end of the month. So there's a lot of really cool and exciting things that are on the horizon, and uh, we'll be with you you know throughout these these next you know few weeks and coming months and whatever to kind of go through it all and try to make sense of it. So uh, for now, uh, you know, take care and, uh, yeah, uh, look forward to, to talking to you guys in the future.